evening. This is Living Liberty Today, and I'm your host, Charlie Earl. This is a, the first episode of what we hope will be a, a long-going uh, exercise in looking at individual liberty, how we can live it better, how we can achieve it, uh, what strategies we can use to discover it and hold on to it. We're also going to look at some things like entrepreneurship every third episode or so. We'll talk to attorneys, we'll talk to people who teach entrepreneurship and coach it. We'll talk to budding entrepreneurs who've been doing it for a long time and some who have just begun their journey into a little bit of economic freedom. Those are all things we'll be looking at in the weeks ahead. Living Liberty Today will be podcasts every Sunday night at 7 o'clock on numerous platforms. For those of you who don't have access to a lot of different ones, uh, we'll tell you that we will be posted on Facebook. Uh, we'll be posted also on our website, which is https colon backslash backslash free to the number two b u the letters b u free number two letter b letter u dot buzzsprout b u z z s p r o u t dot com that's our website free to be you at buzzsprout dot com and if you want to send us some questions or some recommended programming ideas or any comments or commentary about the program, we encourage your email. Simply send them to livinglibertytoday at protonmail.com. Protonmail, P-R-O-T-O-N, capital M-A-I-L, Com. Living Liberty Today at ProtonMail.com Now let's talk a little bit about me, uh, and this will be the last time we do it, I think, with any intent or real purpose. Um, I was born uh, in Fostoria, Ohio, 74 years ago. I was reared on a dairy farm right outside of Tiffin, Ohio, in a little, little place called McCutcheonville, small town. Uh, we farmed, uh, we did have a, a rather large dairy herd. We also farmed uh, several hundred acres. Uh, my parents reared hogs, farrow to finish pig operation. For those of you who know anything about the swine business, we also had about 500 chickens. Most of those were layers, but a few of them were broilers. Uh, so we could have chicken for Sunday dinner like most farm folks when we got home from church. And uh, we had a few sheep from time to time merely to graze the orchards. Uh, but all in all, it was a very general across-the-board farming operation. And my dad believed in, in vertical integration, which is a good term you've probably heard from time to time. But he also believed in horizontal integration. And those are things that I've learned um, over the years as I pondered how he operated the farming operation that we did back in the day when 
a lot of the things we did weren't totally mechanized. Uh, we did have tractors, we didn't have horses, but I'm not that old. But we did have uh, uh, a lot of manual labor involved in growing up on the farm back in that day. I got my B.A. in English from the College of Worcester in Worcester, Ohio. I had a minor in communications and a minor in biology, as well as a minor in history. And then I got a master's degree from Bowling Green State University in mass communication. And I did doctoral work at Bowling Green State University in mass communication as well. Uh, I should add that I have what is called an ABD, which means I completed the entire doctoral program except for a final dissertation, although I did have a rough draft and a second copy. Then I took a well-paying traveling job on the road back in the day before email was a given for everybody and it's rather difficult to get the hookups and all the setups and all that sort of, I sort of let it slide and while I was gone on the road and doing my thing, uh, my uh, committee, my doctoral committee, uh, disintegrated. Uh, a couple of them moved on to other jobs. Uh, one of them passed away, unfortunately. Another retired. So that sort of disintegrated my committee, as I stated earlier. And I just decided at that point in time that the knowledge that I'd gained, particularly in the areas of research and data analysis, was really more important than the three little letters at the back of my name. And uh, so uh, I've, I've gotten that. So I've got eight years of college, basically, under my belt. But that doesn't make me smart. Uh, it just makes me determined, and it means I have cast iron britches. So uh, that's the bottom line. In fact, one of the uh, things that are often said about people who have their doctorates, they know more about less uh, than you can imagine. Because as your field in academics grows higher, as your degrees increase, your, your field narrows, your area of expertise narrows. And so it becomes, you know more about less. So that's what it is. Uh, I've had a number of jobs over the years. Uh, I was a, uh, a teacher of motivational aspects for leaders and people like shop foreman and stuff like that. How to use strategies and techniques to get people uh, to, to do it the way they want it done on the job. Uh, that, that they weren't devious, they weren't sneaky, they weren't underhanded, they were strategies about listening to the individual, hearing what they say, repeating it back to them, and then turning it a little bit, maybe 20 degrees or 30 degrees or 90 degrees and saying, well, what about this in the context of what you just told me? And that was a great experience, learning to do that with people. I've also been a salesman. Uh, I worked in an engineering department in highway construction. And over the years, I've had numerous jobs and capability or part-timers things I've done on the side to try to enhance income and also to learn different things I've always been curious about how different industries and and businesses thrived and survived and I've I've tried to get right in and get my hands dirty and figure out what was going on 
And I regret to inform you, sadly, with a degree of sadness and remorse, that at one time I was a politician. Back in the 80s, I was a state representative who represented basically Paulding, Putnam, Van Wert, Henry counties, and for a time, Hancock County in the Ohio legislature. I was a state representative back then. I didn't run for re-election in 1984. And I think one of the saddest things in my life as I look at politics today is how many people who are still in politics that I served with those many, many years ago. They've become career politicians rather than, quote, servants of the people. So we may address those issues a little bit in a tangential way going forward in the program. Uh, we'll see. I don't want to get really too political here. I'd rather it be about you, about things you can do to make your life more independent and to live your life more fully uh, with individual liberty as the cornerstone of going forward. So uh, that gives you a little bit about my background. I did run for statewide office twice under the Libertarian banner. I ran for Secretary of State and I ran for Governor and we had some legal issues about getting on the ballot and getting my name on the ballot and my, uh, my effort was thwarted uh, in that in that attempt to run for governor, but nevertheless, I've traveled the state. I've been in all 88 counties of Ohio. In fact, in 2010, I drove 87,500 miles in 10 months, and so I put a lot of mileage on my Marysville bit built ridgeline as I traveled to and fro, uh, corner to corner, north to south, and east to west throughout the state of Ohio. I did teach for a number of years as, a, as an instructor at BGSU and I also taught at uh, Delaware County Community College in Pennsylvania at the Downingtown and Exton schools. Um, so I taught mass communication, media strategies, uh, public relations, things of that nature. When I taught at BGSU I also taught the introductory mass comm course as well as things like radio production, TV production, and things like that. So, uh, in addition to that, I've been a radio broadcaster. One time, my wife Pat and I, along with a group of investors, owned a radio station in Ottawa and one in Upper Sandusky. And we uh, moved out of that business in 1984 as we moved on doing other things in our lives. Uh, Clear Channel came in and they seemed very eager to get into the small market radio business. They're now iHeartRadio and no longer are in the small market radio business. So they find out you really have to be a hands-on, totally involved owner to do that. And I also was a fill-in guest host at WSPD Radio for a few years. So I sat in for Fred LeFevre in the morning on the morning news and Brian Wilson on the afternoon show. Uh, and it's amazing to me. I probably, it's been about six years, I think, since I've done that. And I still get people remarking that they remember me 
from those days on WSPD 1370 AM here in Northwest Ohio. So that's a little bit about me. I am married. I've been married to uh, the lovely, dynamic, talented, and amazingly tolerant Pat. We've been married for 51 years, uh, a little more than 51 years. We have two great children. We have Kelly, who's our engine, and Rory PJ, who's our caboose, and they are both entrepreneurs, and I'll be talking with them as well as other people as time goes forward and we look at what this entrepreneurship stuff is all about and how in many respects it can free you if you avoid the the speed bumps and the traps and so forth that uh, certain aspects of it uh, lay for you and, and make it even more difficult than it has to be. For the moment we're going to be out every Sunday at 7 p.m. and my schedule appears to be I'll probably talk about Liberty two out of three programs I mean specific Liberty philosophically lifetime practical things you can do and then maybe hit the entrepreneurship aspect on the third Sunday or every third Sunday we won't be hard and fast to that schedule but that'll be roughly the way we go we're going to start with a 15-minute show if we find we have too many things to share with you, too many people who want to come on here and share time with you, uh, we may expand it to a half hour and we'll see what goes on from there. But this is going to be a program I think I want you to get some ideas from it. We're not going to give you rules and regs. We're not going to give you pronouncements and things you must do. What we're going to do is just throw some things out there that you might find useful as you look forward to finding your own route, your own pathway to individual liberty and more individual freedom. So that's the goal of the program. I hope you stick with us. Um, we, we look forward to being with you. And I should add that we are working now on getting some music. We got that licensing stuff uh, that we have to deal with. And as soon as we get all of that worked out and decide what we can or cannot do, uh, we'll import it and we'll make it a more dynamic opening for you and probably give me an extra five minutes or ten seconds of breathing time. Ten seconds probably is better at the beginning and end of each show. So I'm Charlie Earl. Thank you for listening in to the inaugural broadcast of Living Liberty Today. I hope you come back and join us every Sunday or pick us up later on the webcast or whatever. So until the next time, live free.